Tony B, 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 B. Welcome you to another edition on your Tony Basilio show. Yours truly, Tony Basilio presiding. It is, uh, it's fun. We had a really fun time yesterday, speaking of fun, down at, uh, and I want to thank my friends at Corner 16 for having us, North Shore Pelsby Parkway, and I'm like punch drunk with this right now. We've been burning the midnight oil. And uh, tonight, another Garza Law Tennessee Baseball Extras will be on tap. Tennessee and LSU, be careful what you wish for. We had a rather interesting back and forth with uh, several callers, a few people yesterday that was we were talking right before the LSU game with Wake was getting ready to get underway, and some people were saying, hey, you know what? I think I'd rather play Wake than LSU. I think I'd rather play Wake than LSU, and, and here's why. You know, the X factor in that whole deal is Skeens, and I, I want to see LSU without Skeens. Because if you see LSU toward the weekend, Brian Hartman, you're going to see him with Paul Skeens. And I saw enough of our team against Paul Skeens, especially with this. Uh, elongated strike zone that all these home plate umpires now have, Bry. And that's why the scores are way low so far in the College World Series because the strike zones are so large, which makes Tennessee's coming from four back yesterday that much more impressive when you stop and think about it. It's also helped Tennessee as well. It hurt them against LSU, but it helps Chase Burns. It's kept the game low scoring to where if the balls are kind of light hitting, they can still score enough runs to win the game as long as they pitch well. Yep. And they're guaranteed they're not going to face Ty Floyd. Yeah. Guaranteed. And who knows if LSU needs to, they might actually see if Skeens can go an inning or two today, maybe. I wouldn't rule that out. No, I would rule that out, Brian. No first pick in the drafts going to pitch like that. Sorry. They're not going to do that to him, and he's not going to do that to him, Bri. And, you know, the thing about these big inning guys that we that we saw yesterday or these big lot of pitch guys is that we're all made of the same flesh and blood. And... As I said yesterday on our Garza Law extra innings, there's just only so much oil in the ground. And Matt Dixon, I welcome you from the site. Ron Higgins will be by here in a minute to set up uh, what we'll see from LSU this evening. Matt, that was a heck of a day at the College World Series. The Vols in the matinee and the main event last night out of the winner's bracket was, uh, that was one for the ages right there, Matt. Great, great baseball game. Yeah, every game out here has been amazing. I, I think Tennessee's two games, which were close and kind of, you know, nine innings of, you know, a, a real competitive game, were the only non-one-run games that didn't wow. have a late lead change. So, if you know, for the, the kind of average fan who who's kind of out here just watching baseball, they've certainly gotten their money's worth uh, so far. And Wake, Wake Forest has back-to-back three-to-two wins where they – you know, scored the winning run in the eighth inning. Really, so, really remarkable. Despite being the best team in the country, they've had to come back late to win, but they that's what good teams do. And, no, it's been exciting out here, a lot of fun, um, kind of lower-scoring games, but 
Um, it's definitely lived up to the hype. You know, in light of our conversation yesterday, Matt, regarding the expanded strike zone, I watched last night's game with an eye toward that, and maybe that prejudiced what I saw. But through my perspective was that that umpire last night behind the plate in that game had a rather long and high strike zone, which is going to keep scores down, by the way. Yeah, and then I think during the day games, the, the wind's been blown in typically, mm. which obviously obviously hurts. It was for Tennessee's. Um, but, no, the, the strike zone deal, and I I feel like that's going to become a bigger storyline throughout the, the World Series here because it's a huge adjustment for guys who have, for all, really this entire season, been adjusting to the, a smaller strike zone. And now all of a sudden on the biggest stage, uh, there's a lot of, you know, kind of, Balls that are at guys' shins that are, you know, well below the knee getting called or, or maybe a little bit off the plate, and they're just being rung up on them. And that's they, and that, that's for all teams. It's not, not biased one way or the other, but it's just for all teams. It's just a, a much expanded zone, which is really interesting. And it gives the really elite pitchers when they're on a real opportunity to shine. And, again, the Skeens thing, and I know LSU fans think Tennessee fans are just bitchy money about this, but the truth is that that just wasn't fair the other night. First of all, he doesn't need that. Secondly, he's from another world. But the real, the real thing that's interesting, Matt, is that the guys that threw high pitch counts uh, across the board now, except for Skeens, but he really wasn't laboring in their super regional because they blew somebody. They blew Kentucky out. The truth is that Dolander obviously didn't have it yesterday. The Matthews kid yesterday from Stanford is a much better pitcher than he showed. And, you know, at the end of the day, um, LSU ran out of pitching last night. Matt, that's the other thing. Got to have the arms. If you're going to get through this thing, you got to have the arms. When LSU walked the bases loaded with their third relief pitcher of the night, you knew they were cooked, Matt. You knew they were in trouble. You're not going to come back from that with a team like Wake Forest. No, and that, oddly, that it felt like the strike zone really shrunk for like a matter or two right there. It's weird. Um or a guy, I mean, he, he wasn't hitting his spot, but it, it looked like he was throwing strikes, which I thought was interesting. But, no, LSU went all out to, to win that game last night, which they had to. The, you know, LSU kind of had to stay in the winner's bracket and win their first two to, I think, have a chance of, of getting through this because yeah. uh, they just don't have the pitching to win three straight now, especially they would have to beat Wake Forest twice if they were to, to win tonight, which I think, I would put Tennessee as a favorite tonight with, with Drew Beam going. But, no, LSU just – they just don't have enough enough pitching depth. And they, no. they used up their, their, their two best uh, arms available last night. And tonight they're they're down their three best arms. Um, you know, we'll probably see that the Riley Cooper, I would assume, will be their starter who's faced and been effective against Tennessee twice this year. But um, behind him, I, they just – you know they're they're going to have to have a few guys have career days uh, to to get through. 
So, Brian, as to whether or not you, we can see Skeens tonight, here is the, these are the NCAA rules. Under regulation, no college baseball pitcher can exceed 110 pitches per game. If the threshold is passed, then that pitcher will not be able to throw for at least three more days. Skeens through how many? A Saturday, Brian. One. Hey, I'd say about one. Twenty something. Okay. So three days, three more days would be. Let's count it. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So he's that's in, three days. So that's it. He can't pitch, unless I'm counting that wrong. Or Matt, am I? Or can they pitch him? To further deter injury, there are other rest thresholds to keep in mind now for both Tennessee and LSU. If a pitcher throws fewer than 25 pitches, there should be no mandatory days of rest. However, pitchers that throw between 25 and 51, one day of rest is compulsory. 51 to 76, two days of rest needed. And three days for pitch counts between 76 and 110. So, Skeens has to have three days rest, Brian, according to this, which means that he's not available tonight, if I'm reading that correctly. The other thing Matt Dixon had mentioned, um, Matt had mentioned the um, gambling markets. Nashville Lee shared this with me. Nashville Lee said, Tony, LSU and Tennessee is a pick em this morning when it opened. All And if other LSU games are any indication, the money's going to come in on LSU all day. He said the market is crazy right now. LSU closed at minus 280 versus Tennessee in game one, and they're minus 110 today. He said, I know Skeens isn't pitching, but that is an incredible adjustment. He said, that's absolutely wild. He said, that's like... A 17-point adjustment in football is essentially what that is, Matt. Is that what Paul Skeens means to them, Matt? Two touchdowns and a field goal before the game starts? Yeah, I mean, he is. I mean, they they barely have a top 40 ERA in the country, and he started like 40% of their game or 30% of their games or whatever. So, no, he's he means that much, and he's that dominant. I mean, he's incredible, and he's going to easily have the best best season of any college pitcher of all time um, in this era where where the ball's flying out of the park, you know, at a at a record rate. So no, he he is that good, and he does mean that much to that team. And Lee says yeah. that the betting markets in college baseball are totally inefficient compared to the NFL and college football. Just as he's peaked under the window during this postseason. <laughs> He said, it blows my mind. Earl Roberts has won 32 of their last 34 games, and they're an underdog in every game since the tournament started. He's just ridden them and made money, which, you know, seems easy in retrospect. He said that on here like a week ago. I just keep riding them. And and his observation as somebody that's taught pitching, Matt, is that the Matthews guy, he said, I'm, I'm betting, Tony, that that kid's arm felt like spaghetti before he threw his first pitch against Tennessee. Because Maui Ahuna squared him up on the first pitch of the game. And the guy fooled nobody, Matt. That crafty dude had nothing for nobody yesterday. 
Yeah, there were there were very very few swing and misses from a a Tennessee team that I maybe it's perception, but I think Tennessee swings and misses a ton. Doesn't foul a lot of pitches off. You are right. A ton of foul balls that they hit yesterday. So no, it was that guy. He he didn't have anything left. It was pretty obvious. And I guess good on their coach for getting him out of there when he did. I mean, he still probably threw eighty or so pitches, but good on their coach for not leaving him out there and letting him kind of get shelled there in his last start. It was, I thought, highly respectful of him uh, to get, because the kid wanted to stay in, because that's the kid, you know, that kid's like, you're not going to let me throw 100 pitches, no, son. You you are what we call cooked. But yeah, it, I, I like Stanford's coach. Did, did the the picture go around of him in the concession stand line buying a hot dog? Did that go viral no. at, uh, the other day on Saturday? No. My, my son was too busy looking at pictures of that Olivia Dunn girl from LSU. That's what he was worried about, <laughs> a line to get near her from some of you creepers. I, I saw some of y'all in Tennessee ball caps trying to get near Olivia Dunn last night. Y'all are creepers, man. Y'all are, y'all are the same people that tweet at recruits to come to your school. Olivia Dunn's half your age. Leave her alone, you creep. I'm sorry. Um, Dixon, um, no, tell me about him standing in line to buy a hot dog. That's great. No, there, there's a picture of him, like, full uniform still, um, like second or third guy in line to buy a hot dog at, at the concession stand on the concourse level. I think it was from Saturday. But, no, I, I, I like Stanford's coach. He's kind of one of these laid-back guys. I think he went to Stanford and is kind of a, a baseball lifer. But, you know, I, I just really like that guy and, and kind of respect him. It's, it's kind of easy to see why his team has gotten to the College World Series three years in a row when, when you kind of listen to him talk and – you know, just a well-respected guy. So I, I just wanted to point that out. That, that was kind of funny. I mean, I'll try to find that that picture and send it to you before the show's over. Matt Dixon's live and hey, all you all, it's Omaha. So filing a full report. Uh, we will go to. Hey, Matt, if you had to guess, Ron Higgins going to join us on the other side. If you had to guess, Matt, who are they? Um, who? Does LSU throw tonight? They throw the uh, pudgy closer that closed the game out against us here tonight. Is that what they're going to do? Because they're not going to start Blake Money, are they? <laughs> I, I want to tell those boys unless they, they want to go home. Vitello's they boy Blake Money tomorrow. Vitello loves him they some Blake Money. Yeah, they sold Cooper when they faced him in the game three with uh, Copper in Baton Rouge. No hammer Copper. Yeah, they sold him. Yeah, no Copper will get him some of that. Yeah. <laughs> And then I pitched that Olivia Dunn girl. She could go out there and probably throw some heaters. She dazzle them. She yeah. She would keep they, they, they might need to see if Ben McDonald has any eligibility left. Did y'all see the line to get down near that girl? I mean, is that what a, a what a what a bottle of peroxide just drives men crazy like that? I mean, are you kidding me? I don't get it. Take a brief time out and come back. 865-200-5402. Hey, hold your calls. Thank you to uh, everybody that showed up yesterday. Thank you to my friends out. I asked uh, Brad, I said, are we going to do another watch party? He goes, I don't know, Tony. We had a lot of people. Seven to toes. You made him say uncle yesterday in the driving rain. We had a big crowd in there. I love this fan base. I thought Noah's Ark was going to come yesterday at one point. 
as we get a brief T.O. after this. Uh, Ron Higgins, we'll see what he says. Who starts tonight after this? Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. 
Quick Bar convenience stores conveniently located all across southern middle Tennessee and north Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. I've got Miles Johnson on the phone from Foodland. He's going to let us know what's happening at Foodland today. Miles, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? Fantastic. It's another week, uh, another round of specials at the store. Uh, so let us know what you got on sale this week. The regular ad that's running all week has assorted pork chops for $1.59 a pound, green cabbage for $0.59 cents a pound, and Deer Park Spring Water 24 packs, two for 10. Again, you're open seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., located right there at the Foodland at the big shopping center in downtown near the post office. Well, Miles, thank you very much. You have a great day, and thank you, great staff, and uh, we'll talk to you in two weeks. All righty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. All right, that was Miles Johnson from Foodland. They are open seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., located right there in Columbia. You can't miss them uh, on West 7th Street, just down from the radio station, as a matter of fact. Great people and uh, great deals, so go check them out. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM, Columbia. Tina the B and Yee as we welcome you back on a Tuesday. It's a Matt Dixon Tuesday. TLD Logistics Hotline now joining us, presented by our friends at TLDLogistics.com. By the way, Matt Dixon has an incredible uh, uh, look back at Tennessee's, I don't know if it was a miraculous win yesterday, but it was a pretty gutty win when you're down 4 nothing. And then LSU coughed one away last night to a very good Wake Forest team who, who really kind of outlasted them, as I bring Ron Higgins now, in setting up what will be a very compelling uh, return match as these things go and you, you work your way through a loser bracket. Ron Higgins now joins us from uh, the Bayou. And uh, Higgs... Boy, this this college baseball World Series, as I bring you in, is really delivered, man. Well, every game's been great. I mean, every game has suspense. I mean, uh, it's really been probably the best World Series ever. Full of first round draft choices. Teams. Uh, I mean, every every pitch counts. Every inning matters. Uh, you know, last night LSU. I mean, that was one of those games where every every pitch, every inning mattered. Every play mattered. Uh, Credibly, Forrest had made two plays in the eighth, and LSU didn't. And uh, uh, that's what it came down to. I, I mean, both teams had five hits. Uh, so yep. the pitching was good both sides. LSU's pitching was surprisingly good. Yep. Uh, and, and it could have gone either way. Uh, umpiring was inconsistent on both sides, as it's been throughout the World Series. Uh, that didn't lose the game for LSU, but I'm just saying, from the World Series as an entirety, in almost every game, You've got a question where they got these umpires from because it's been so inconsistent. For, well, for, you know, I, I totally just, agree. The elongated strike zones and the inconsistent strike zones—they're they are crying out in college baseball for just going with robotic umpires. I mean, they really are because that is just a real shame for it to look the way it does. Yeah, I mean, you, you see pitches on the outside corner. 
I mean, I remember last last night Ty Floyd threw a pitch on the outside corner for LSU. It's called a ball. He threw the same very same pitch in his very same place. Next pitch, it got called for a strike. You're like, what the hell? Yep. And it, I mean, it happens. It happens almost every game I watch is this World Series for every team. Uh, I mean, that said, you got to kind of play through that. And uh, I mean, credit Lake Forest. They made the plays in the end. They made a uh, a great play to tag out Trey Morgan. When oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, great play, uh, a bang bang play. It's one of those plays. If, if it had been called safe on the field, it would remain safe. Uh, but it was called out, and and so it remained out because of the replay. You could not tell. You really couldn't tell in the replay. And you watched the replay over and over and over again. You couldn't tell really. And so I'm sure the people who are reviewing are saying, "Well, we can't tell, so we're going to let it stand." So, uh, and then you know, uh, you know, yep. Yeah. Had one out in the, LSU got one out in the eighth on, on the Wake Forest and had an O two pitch against the guy and he got got his double and next guy hit the single and you know that, that that's the ball game uh, that happened so credit Wake Forest for great pitch at LSU played uh, they, they pitched well didn't hit great but, but you know Wake Forest pitching is is good but just like Tennessee two of the top two teams in the nation ERA right there and that's the game you know you, we can sit around all we want when you play defense the way Wake does. And, and you combine that with the depth of their staff. I see why they've won the games they've won this year. As Ron Higgins joining TigerDetails.com. Higgs, and, you know, you talk about that play on third base. You can watch um, reels and reels and reels of Major League Baseball, and you will not see a better play that like than that from that third baseman. First of all, he's fortuitous in that he's falling out of the baseline as he's fielding the ball which gives him an angle to throw the ball, but he bounces it to the catcher, who short hops the ball, grabs Morgan, who's making an unbelievably athletic dive to get in there. I mean, you talk about a freaking great sport. I had a guy yesterday tell me who's late to college baseball. He said, Tony, I'm starting to enjoy this as much as I enjoy college football. He said, and I never thought I'd say that. And I'm going, you know what? This is a pretty damn good sport. I mean, when you sit there and watch those kids compete like that, that was a bang, bang. I'm talking great play. It's a great baseball play by everybody. And, and you wonder how the ball even got to the catcher and not hit Morgan on the back. <clears throat> that means if you look at it, it's like, it like it, I don't know how, how it got through his body, but it did. Uh, and then, again, they made a great play. Uh, then you got to give him credit for that. You know, it was a it was a great game. I mean, look, LSU pitched better than anybody would have thought. You know, they really did. I mean, they got good mileage. They used two pitchers and got great mileage out of Ty Floyd, and 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 Lever did a great job. It's just one of those things where yep, he made a couple more plays and and, and they beat you. That's it. You, you tip your hat to him and and move on. And now you try to figure out who the hell you got left to pitch. And that's it. Yeah, because Tennessee's got, as you know. Tennessee's got a full bullpen. They've got a terrific Sunday starter. And LSU, you told me this when you joined us. You said, look, they stay in the winner's bracket, they're fine. They get in the loser's bracket, which is why they sold out to stay in the winner's bracket last night. Yeah. Now they got major, major, major issues. So, so Higgs, look down at their bullpen, look at the arms that are left, and let's look at some of the suspects. I don't use the word prospects. Let's look at some of the suspects they can throw out there today. What do you think? Well, 
a lot of these guys haven't pitched since May. Okay, but let's put it that way. Wow. Uh, I mean, most of the guys, almost everybody on this list, they got. You know, last night, Jay Johnson, we got nine guys that can go with, and I'm sure Ronnie Cooper's one of them. Uh, he'll he'll come back at some point and uh, get really through one pitch, as we knew. <laughs> Served at the home run ball. Uh, <laughs> Nine guys. Okay, go ahead. Okay, but of the, all the rest of these guys on here, none of them have pitched in the, in, the, in uh, this tournament, either regionals or super regionals. Uh, some of them are absolutely tossing the gas in the fire. Uh, you know, the, the, the bandy transfer they got. Uh, uh, Christian Little has been awful. Uh but he has the most starts against SEC teams. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say they'll probably uh, they'll go with probably Javen Coleman, a left-hander who came back from Tommy John surgery from last year, and he, he didn't start playing until April. Uh, he's only thrown 12.2 innings, but he's he has in-state term experience. Uh, uh, I think they'll start off with him, and then they'll go from there. Uh, there's some guys left on this list. Uh, the only guy who's pitched against UT this year, I think, is uh, is Griffin uh, is Griffin Herring, a freshman. I think he's the only guy who's been struggling with UT this year. That's left besides besides Cooper. Uh, so what about a, a, a Hicks? What about the guy that closed the game the other night? Could they give him the ball? Well, yes, Tennessee. Was uh, it? Yeah, good. I mean, I mean, the guys is. He's had more appearances uh, than any, any other LSU pitcher on the staff the last two years since he transferred from Arizona. Uh, he could, yeah. They started. He started against Oregon State in the regional and uh, the clinching game, and, and, and really pitched really well. Uh, they can start him. Uh, it all depends, you know. Again, how much uh, how much they think he has in the tank, how long they think he can go. Uh, but that's also another thing where. Uh, you know, Tennessee saw him the other night, and so yeah. does that does that make a difference? I mean, they uh, even though he, he did he did pitch well, uh, they saw him the other night. He threw he threw twenty two pitches against Tennessee. So I imagine he's he's pretty fresh for him. He's pretty fresh, but uh, yeah, the, the, the it's Slim Pickens. I mean, they got some guys on this team. You put them in there, and you hold your breath. Christian Little, Blake Money. Another guy who uh, you might get an inning out of him before he implodes. Uh, again, Christian Little's been not very good. Bryce Collins, another guy they got from Arizona who hasn't pitched lately, he's pitched okay. Uh, but again, so you got nine guys, and it's uh, I don't think the nine guys they got can, can handle Tennessee's lineup. I just, I just don't think that can happen. Uh, uh, so, Hicks, do you like the Vols in this spot tonight? Because Brian tells me that they've moved into the favorite side. Brian, what did you just give me? That the number is one and a half now on the Vols. Is that right? They, yeah, they're a fan, FanDuel has Tennessee a minus one and a half point favorite in this game. One and a half runs, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, one and a half. Fair. Yeah, that, that's fair. LSU has no pitching left. Okay, yeah, that's the deal. You never know, though, guys. I, I my. My warning to all this, anybody like counting wins or thinking about tomorrow or whatever it is, is that in this deal, just when you think you have it figured out, 
this left-hander comes in. Is this kid, is this lefty, Ron, is he a hard thrower, soft tosser? Is he a junk ball guy? Describe him to me. He's a crafty guy. Coleman's a crafty guy. So, I mean, again, he's had NCAA tournament experience to me uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, and, 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 he, and he's pitched fairly well since he came back. He's had some bumps in a row, but for the most part, they've, they probably trust him more than anybody else they have left besides Riley Cooper. Uh, and, 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 you know, and, and Gittery is a, actually is a good reliever. He just, Tennessee did a great job with the scout report, knowing he likes to throw breaking pitches, and they put one in the stands immediately uh, another night. I mean, can LSU get to Drew Beam? Uh, probably. Probably so, eventually, you would think. Yeah. And, and this, you know, this could be one of those games, Tony, where it could be, uh, you know, twelve to ten. You know, I mean, ten to eight. I mean, it, it could be a thing where it just both teams just start whacking the ball around the park and, and, and just kind of outlasting each other. That could happen too. Yeah, if Tennessee drags yeah. LSU into one of those games, I, I like the Vols in that end too because eventually, the Vols are going to find an arm that can slow LSU down. That's the thing Tennessee has is they just have an embarrassment of riches, and they're all over the place. I mean, they just have an you know embarrassment that, of riches. Go ahead, uh, with a, with a pitch. Nobody, nobody scored more than six runs in any of the games. I know, it's crazy. Brian, you know why? Because the umpires behind home plate are the star of the show so far. How do you hit? When you're getting six inches, or no, let's not exaggerate, three inches off either side, and then every once in a while we mix in a high strike, a strike in your face that they call a strike. How do you, I mean, how does anybody hit when those guys are throwing and everybody throws mid to high 90s, Higgs? Major league guys aren't going to hit that. No. I mean, again, I mean, LSU's been really good all year at not striking out very much, being very selective with pitches and, uh, it's been it's been the strikes have been again, but it's been bad. It's unreal. Both teams, both teams, and in, in all the games have been have been subject to this incredibly inconsistent umpiring. But uh, you know, last night LSU lost the game, but they didn't make any plays. I'm not they they shouldn't uh, they shouldn't LSU the, the players and coaches will never blame an umpire for a loss. They lost that game because they got beat by a better team. And they're facing extinction now. And, uh, and you know, that's the, the cold, hard reality of this deal. Matt was talking about it yesterday. Uh, Dixon was. You know, the Stanford team Tennessee saw had a lead on that Wake Forest. And a, and a, and a, and a short, 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 short while, 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 later, 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 later. They they were they were they were they were going were going 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 home and home and home 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 home. LSU had that weight team last night beat three walks. Ron, you are not going to beat a quality team when you go out there and walk three guys. I don't care who you are. You're just not. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to get out of jam. You know, this just happens again. I mean. Floyd went longer than anybody thought he would. And then that happens, what happens with Floyd? He can be real good for a long That's what time. what they say, yep. Then just completely lose it. Has that inning. Well, yeah, and they, and they yeah. should have gotten him, Ron. After that second walk, they should have gotten him, you know? Yeah, I mean, but they, they, you know, they thought about it. They, uh, he pitched so good for so long, I thought he could get the guy. And then that happens. I mean, 
I'm not going to sit there and second guess on that. He pitched really well. And he, and he didn't get any home runs. I mean, here's a guy who's given up the most home runs in the LSU staff here. Uh, gave up 15 home runs this year, nine home runs in the first two innings of the games. And uh, pitched, you know, had Titus career high strikeouts and pitched really well. Just missed that one bad inning and kind of did him in. And that's, you know, the LSU had their chances. You know, they had their chances to, in, in a couple innings to put, put runs up and, and didn't do it. And apparently, far, LSU only got one legit run in that game. And that was their very first RBI. And because they misplayed Morgan's triple, the left fielder couldn't see. Uh, what's it with these outfielders wearing sunglasses on top of their head instead of putting them on? It's incredible. That one kid the other night had a ball, almost hit him in the head. And Kyle Peterson during the game said, don't even get me. He said, if that was my kid, which is a pretty good line. He better be glad he's not my. I mean, what is that? What are we doing? Are these guys up for? Is this fashion? What are we doing? Seriously. I mean, if you're on there and it's blinding sun, and that, I mean, what do you think you, you know, put the sunglasses on? Or if it's, if it's so dark, you kind of wear them like, like you wear readers, kind of wear them down just a little bit to see the ball come off the bat. And then, 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 then when you look up, you can, you know, the sunglasses will come into your eyes, and you can you can shade it. They just the guys. I, I just the guys that don't wear my own step. Like any later, they hit one of Josh Gerson left field LSU, and he had he had his sunglasses down. Came right, you know, picked it up right away. Out. I just uh, it's like, what are y'all doing out there? Where are you speaking? He got these, you know, hundred dollar Oakleys on, one one fifty Oakleys on, and and you got them on top of your head. My favorite really? thing, the imperfections of college sports, and you're dealing with you're dealing with goofy kids that make decisions. Go ahead, Bri, jump in here. And then, Higgs, I appreciate you with Tiger Details. Go ahead, Bri. You know, uh, LSU will have a difficult time winning the College World Series, but they're not going to lose the Jello shot contest. Higgs, they drank people. They under, are. They drank people under the table this week. Higgs at the uh, Jello shot contest. That's that's not even drinking. That's I don't know what that is. That's licking something out of a plastic cup. Well, you, you got you got one guy, uh, the guy who owns Kane's Chicken Fingers franchise uh, from Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Uh, he bought thirty thousand dollars worth. So there you go. Do they take them and dump like dump them out in the? parking lot somewhere or are they just uh i guarantee they drink them i guarantee lsu fans drink them i guarantee <laughs> all right you know Higgs, that? how are you like in your day how were you at the jello shot how how many could you have downed and uh probably probably four or five but not probably it was about it but but I'm, I'm just thinking that i can see the lsu fans in omaha saying you know what we may not win this damn world series we're gonna win the damn drinking contest the hell everybody else. Uh, yeah, I can see LSU fans do that. LSU, take, LSU fans, uh, unfortunately, take pride in their drinking ability. And, and uh, uh, I'm sure last year when LSU was sitting home watching the College World Series and watching the Jello Shot contest, I think, I think Ole Miss won it with a record. LSU fans were like, what can we get there, man? Wait till we get there. We're going to pull that crap away. TigerDetails.com. 
Higgs is Higgs is going all in. The LSU fan base is catching straights. Higgs, I like the line of middle-aged men that were lined up to meet that uh, gymnast uh, in the stands oh, last night. That oh. Higgs is creepy, creepy oh, yeah. behavior. I mean, here's someone who, uh, you know, makes more NIL money than anybody, any other college athlete, uh, and and for being an okay gymnast, but a, a world-class looker. Uh, and that was that was that was creepy. I mean, come on, man. Come on. Higgs, Give me your dog ti- or granddaughter. TigerDetails.com. Hey, Higgs, on the way out. Go with one. Who do they throw? They throw Cooper. Or they they throw Coleman. What do they do tonight? What do you think? I think he. I wouldn't be surprised if they started Cooper because Jay Johnson trusts him more than anybody on his staff besides Schemes. Yeah. Uh, but also, it wouldn't surprise me going with Javen Coleman because he's fresh. Me being. I don't know what the over-under and LSU pitchers tonight are going to be. I mean, they, they might use all nine, okay? I mean, I could see him, I could see him definitely getting in the six and seven range probably. I mean, depending on how, how, how well they hold, hold up. But, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's going to be Johnny Allstaff tonight for LSU. Thank you, my brother. Hey, great talking to you. All right, man. Take care. We'll see you. Great, uh, Ron Higgins, one more time. We appreciate him joining on the TLD Logistics Hotline, online at tldlogistics.com. As he departs, an opportunity for you to get in at 865-200-5402. GovBone's listening to us on the highways and byways, and he says the following. Brian didn't give you the full story there. He said it's okay. Uh, baseball lines can be confusing. LSU is a small favorite at minus 122. Small. He said it's really a pick em game at this point. It is minus one and a half, but plus 175. And that plus is a big difference. So Tennessee is minus one and a half in a run differential, but you've got to lay some money at plus 175. So... There you have it. 865-200-5402. Matt, pick your poison. If you're picking, would you rather see the former Eagle wide receiver, Riley Cooper, who had to go to sensitivity training, or would you rather see uh, Javon Coleman uh, from them tonight? Uh, I would rather probably see... um well, I think you'll see both, but I'd, probably, I'd rather see Cooper at the start because I think Tennessee will probably have a really good scout on him. Mm-hmm. They've seen him before. He's not going to be 100%. But I, I think Cooper and Coleman and then the the hair, I think it's Will Herring, um, although that might be, well, anyway, uh, Herring will be the, the three LSU pitchers that they throw first in some in some order, I would guess. But, no, they, they're very much a – Tennessee just needs to get an early lead on them, um, just pound them early, get four or five runs, kind of like that game three in Baton Rouge earlier, and give give Beam a couple of couple of uh, runs to work with and let him go to work and let LSU swing and miss at his curveball all day. Yeah. Um, refresh my memory on Cooper. 
Well, he's the one who closed the game the other night. The kind of the I, I call him the hefty lefty. Um, he's really not a bad not a bad pitcher. Uh, I don't know how much he can go more than I mean if he throws more than three or four innings, I think they'd probably take that out of him right now. Um, but you know he he's been pretty good against Tennessee. I think. Um, I'm, I, maybe I'm misremembering, but I think he came in in one of those games in Baton Rouge. May, might have been the, the game three that Tennessee had the big lead in. And maybe I think he might have thrown three or four scoreless innings. He looks like someone who would have a, a cooler full of beer. I love he's, 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 he's had about 15 of those jello shots from LSU's side. Yeah. Uh, in that he's my kind of guy, man. He is my. Yeah, yeah. He's he's definitely he he's he's pounding some some beers right now, probably at the he, hotel pool. He is my kind of guy. I love Higgs, man. Higgs is so over this LSU people. I'm going to more tell shot than you do. You know, here's the thing that could get really interesting, Matt. Right? Because I think Tennessee fans. Correct me if I'm wrong. You get to Wake Forest, that's as far as we've gone in this thing, right? We'll be getting into that territory. Is that about right, Matt? Yeah, they, correct. Yes, they right. I think they've done that twice. They've yeah, they've come out of a losers bracket twice in oh one and ninety five. They beat they won two games each down there. Out here. T L D Logistics Hotline, I want to thank Higgs for joining. I I keep thinking because I had a guy yesterday tell me uh, over at uh, Corner 16 that he he can't believe he was out there a couple years ago. He said Tony tickets were thirty bucks, twenty five bucks, fifteen dollars. He said they're like one hundred fifty dollars now. I said, dude, LSU's there. I said their their baseball fans travel like Kentucky football fans. And Matt, you really have to, I mean, Kentucky basketball fans, rather, you really have to, like, see that to appreciate it, don't you? How many people they have there? Here's my point. If Tennessee can dispatch them tonight, I wonder if our fans will descend upon that place for the Wake Forest tay-tay-tay. What do you think, Dixon? you think we get some fans that will descend if we can get these guys out of the way tonight, free up the ticket market? Um, I, I think most of them are already here, but I think if, if you were to to upset Wake Forest twice and make that championship series, that's when there'll be a, a big orange pilgrimage out here to, to Omaha. Because it, I mean, it's it, you can't just on a whim just decide to come out here to Omaha. You know, especially if you're driving, it's a trust me, it's a 14 hour drive. I think Friday, if they get to they get to if they can get past Wake Forest, that's when that's an off day. That's when a lot of fans would come. For the weekend. Including? That's when you could probably do it. That's probably the when they could do it kind of spontaneously like that. What a, a whim. What a terrific birthday present that would be for you, Bri, if you could get there for that. Oh, and, gosh. And, and here's the thing, Bri. Tickets will be plentiful once LSU gets out of there. I'm not lying. They, they, they got to win tonight just to, get L, just to get a cheaper ticket. That's correct. Need to get LSU out of the way. I'm not lying, am I, Matt? That that that, that ticker price will cr- not crater, but maybe crater. Oh no, where it is. I'm going to try to look it up today. The prices between the, the Oral Roberts TCU game and Tennessee LSU. I mean, it'll be five times as much for for the night game. There's, I mean, th- there were LSU people just 
packed in the all the parking lots tailgating uh, yesterday when we were walking in. Love you know, college has by far the majority crowd. They are Kentucky basketball, Bama football. But they're you know what they are though? They're baseball. They're Kentucky basketball and Bama football, but they're likable. They're actually kind of likable people. They're just a you know, little bit more, yes. Yeah, they're sort of fun yeah, loving. Yeah, they don't, they don't blow smoke in your face, and they'll offer you gumbo. Yes. Back to the phones we go. Like Anthony was telling me and my, and my daughter, they were saying that when they went down to the football game this past year, Tennessee just rolled them like a joint cigarette, so to speak, and said their fans were incredible toward them after the game. Incredible. Let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome. You're live on your Basilio show. The Vols are rolling in Omaha. Tony B, man, it's been a while since I've been on here, man. You know, Florida. Hey, Florida, man. Great for great, great for you, buddy. Great. I'm I'm so glad we exchanged texts here today, man. I'm glad you're doing well health wise. God bless you, brother. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. You know, I mean your concerns, bro. It was a long haul, bro. But I'm back, Tony B. And, and and the Gators are doing good, and yep. and the Vols are doing good. Yep, it's a great sport, man. Yeah, yeah. And, but you know what? I want to talk to you about. I know it's baseball, bro. But you to see that I'm not going to complain about the schedule because that's what we folks do. Yep. But that 2024 schedule, bro, it, it, it lit us up, bro. Well, it, it lit you up, and the the trouble with the 2024 schedule is is that Billy Napier took a job where the previous coach left his cupboard bare. And that will make his job any easier because you have to establish credibility, you know, and you got to win some games. And, man, I just don't see a lot of wins on that schedule for you guys, Florida. It, it, it's not, bro. We're gonna, it's going to be hard, bro. We're going to do it. We're going to do something. But it's going to be hard, Tony B. But I just want to tell you, if it had been y'all put on that kind of schedule, you'd have yep. been crying, Tony B. Well, do y'all, do y'all play? I'm come back where I started off, Tony Do y'all play Florida back. State and Miami? As well, we play, yeah, we play Florida State, Miami, and UCF. What UCF too? Yeah, yeah and yeah. Central Florida, I think. Yeah, yeah, UCF, yeah, yeah. So it, 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 it's rough, but see, y'all playing high school teams. I, I, I saw y'all too, and they got y'all playing high school teams. Well, the difference and, and, is the difference is y'all are our high school team right now. See, that's my point. Well, no, I mean, my point is Tennessee's playing on your field this year, Florida, and and you and I both know that you are going to premedicate for that game early and often because you're going to get hammered in that game, and you know it. It's all right, though, man. We Hey, we've taken our fair share of beatings down through the years. Time for you guys to get you some. Jello shots. Yeah, man. No, Tony B. Hey, listen. I retired from my job, so I ain't going to be on no jello shots. I'm going to be on that weed. So, guess what? They better come with it. Because I'm yep. going to be, like you said, I'm going to be highly medicated. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you this. Weed, After Josh Heupel drops about 50 on you, 50 burger down there, you're going to smoke you a couple left-hand cigarettes, a little hoo-hoo and a little woo-woo, and a, and a few Mexican Marlboros, my friend. <laughs> yes, I, I will be doing that, Tony B. And like I said, now what if we go down there and play y'all to the T? Because you know all the SEC teams play each other real close. Ain't happening. Huh? Well, Graham Mertz, a quarterback? And Josh Heupel's offense? you got to be kidding uh, me. Okay, man, well. I, I, just, just, I just hope he don't fold. I just hope Josh Eiffel 
Don't fold. Fold? I just hope he don't fold. Fold? Because you know what? We got to play the game, Tony. Josh Heupel's era is a gathering storm, my friend. A gathering okay. storm that's going to open its eyes and say boo to you. Okay, now what if it go the other way? What are you going to do if it goes the other way? Then I'll just get on here and act like I didn't say all this stuff in the summer, like I always do. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? What am I going to do? I'm going to do what I do every day. I'm going to get in here and do my show. Yeah, and give me a copper card or something, huh? Well, yeah, hey, Leroy was on here begging for another one. I sent him two. He was begging for another one yesterday on here. Well, he, I saw him a couple of weeks ago, man, and he, he said you've been treating him kind of bad. What? Uh, I, said, I, I, I treat that man like solid gold. Yeah, man. He said you're treating bad, man. He said you talk, talk, talk kind of crazy to him, Tony B. I, He's my guy, man. I, I just, I just hope y'all treat Lefty with a little bit more, a little bit more. Courage. Hey, Lefty's a uh, seriously. That's a treasure right there, and so are you. And I appreciate the call, yeah, thank man. Thank you, man. Thank hey, God bless you, brother. Be blessed. Be blessed. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go back to our phones. Get our next call in on the Basilio Show. Hello and welcome in. Tony, it's an honor and a privilege to talk to you. What's up, um, brother? Ford would have talked a little, a little baseball. I guess he's a one-trick pony with uh, yep. football. One-trick and pony. Glad, uh, glad to hear from Florida. Tony, um, I would just say, uh, talking about LSU fans, um, the uh, the adults are great. They're hospitable. They're engaging. The uh, the young kids, the 20-something-year-olds, I've never heard kids that will cuss you and talk more smack and uh, – they're they're uh, they've definitely overserved. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Um, Tony, the I went to the Wake Forest LSU game last night. Um, my goodness, that environment was absolutely incredible. Full house. Both programs were into it. That was an experience for the ages. I don't think I've enjoyed a non-Tennessee game, uh, college baseball game like that. That that's uh, that'll be a, a long-term memory. I'll, I don't know if you saw it on TV. Oh, I watched the whole game. I watched the thing from the first pitch on. That thing was a nip and tuck. Great baseball game. And my question for you is this. How many Wake fans were there? Uh, I sat purposely in the Wake section because I couldn't, I don't think I could have tolerated sitting uh, at least with the 20-something-year-olds in the LSU section. Uh, it was packed. Uh, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of Wake fans. I sat in the, in the friends and family, so I was a little biased. I was in the pretty rowdy section. Uh, but, but you're right. LSU, they travel like, like none other. They're, they're the traditional baseball powerhouse. And those fans, uh, they love, uh, they love their college baseball. And I'll tell you, it's indicative of a lot of the servers, uh, are wearing LSU gear. And that's because they know that uh, the fans will turn out in bunches, and obviously they <laughs> helps them with the tips. They're not LSU fans. Oh, hey, yeah, but heck pretty, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, went in cool. Rome, and they're turned that thing into Rome this week, haven't they? Yeah, they're they're everywhere. And to your point, if we beat them tonight, I got to tell you, this, this uh, there would be nothing better, Tony, than than sending LSU home. But you're right. I'll say to the Tennessee fans that are listening and thinking about coming in. That the ticket prices will drop dramatically once LSU is out. So I'd encourage you. This is the first time I've been out here. I encourage any fans listening to come out and support the baseballs if at all possible. Uh, don't worry about getting your tickets till you get here. If LSU's out, like I said, they'll be plentiful. It is a great environment. The Chuck is a awesome venue for uh, for baseball. Um, the other thing I would I would comment on is I disagree with you. I think that Cooper. 
Uh, I don't know who's more unlikable in the LSU program, Tommy White or, or Cooper. And I'll say this, Cooper wouldn't last five seconds in Q's strength and conditioning program. That Tommy White guy, Matt, is kind of hard to take. <laughs> that is the ultimate dig me, as a buddy of mine likes likes to say. The seven chains, the guy looks like a – he looks like a – Scrub wrestler from the mid '80s in continental wrestling, Matt. I mean, what in the world? I tell you one thing, though. I tell you what that <laughs> son of a gun a can. I tell you what that son of a gun can do, though, is square up on a baseball, Taylor. He hit a couple hard last night. Hard. Yeah, he he's he can hit it now. He's he's one chain shy of surpassing Mister T. No doubt. But, Tony, on, on the way out, I'll, I'll say this. I think uh, Vitello has uh, has done a tremendous job coaching this team. That's, that, that's a given. But uh, Chase Burns, uh, the, the amount of electricity he brings to the team, you can just see when he comes in, it's like a, it's like a light switch goes off, and there's more swag in the dugout. There's more confidence. Oh. The bats light up. Uh, it, it's, been, it's been something. I tell you what, I, I – uh, and blessed to be able to witness these uh, baseballs out in Omaha, much like Matt. I'm sure he feels the same way. It's been an incredible experience. That's uh, let's figure out a way to beat LSU. Like you said, we've got the dominant, uh, we've got the dominant bullpen, lots of pitching. It'll be uh, we'll probably see five or six, maybe seven different pitchers from LSU tonight. But I uh, can't wait. It's uh, it's must see TV. Go Vols, Tony. Thanks for uh, supporting and all the coverage you do for the baseball team. Appreciate you. Yeah, we'll be on with Garza Law Extra Innings tonight. Which I got to the back-to-back-to-back games and all that. How many of these have we done so far? How many postseason games have we played, Matt, so far? I'm trying to count here. Um, Two, three. I guess they played eight. Six, seven, eight. They played eight. And then nine tonight. And if they... Yeah, they'll have to play eleven if they want to make the best of that's three a, final. That's like a football season's worth of games right there. And then in two you know, weeks, you got two more. That'd be that'd be thirteen, maybe. <laughs> and last night we went a good like hundred minutes. If you missed it, over at tclub.team, check it out. We were pretty fired up, focused, prepared. That that move of Tony to go out there and look, I was critical of him Saturday, but that move to go out there and get Dolander. After three innings yesterday, three innings and one hitter, one batter, was the absolute right move, Matt. In fact, it was an incredible move. It's a move not a, not a lot of guys would have made in that sport. No, and it you know, and it, it the funny and kind of ironic part about it is. The criticism that we, we have of Vitello is that he tends to leave, leave his starters in too long. And this time they had the, as quick a hook as he's had all year. And it was the, the perfect move. And I, of course it does help when you have a Chase Burns that you can bring in. Oh boy. Nobody else in the country has that. And he was at his best. Um, so that made it look a lot, a lot, the move look incredible. But no, it was, it was a very kind of gutsy move to do. Um, in that spot, but. It paid off big time for him, and hey, it may even allow them to be able to use Dolander again. That might not be his last appearance as a ball. The lines are absolutely jammed. We'll continue the conversation as we come back on the other side. Hour number two after this. All you, all you, 
all yorn after this. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood, along with the award-winning service and advice Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. 
June is Dairy Month, and the Murray County Farm Bureau salutes our dairy farmers and the dairy industry for the many contributions to our economy and our health. Milk is the original nutritional powerhouse drink with 8 grams of protein and 13 essential nutrients to keep you energized all summer long. Plus, who doesn't like ice cream? Our hardworking dairy farmers are dedicated to dairy and proud to help produce nature's perfect food. When you sit down to your next meal, pour one more glass of milk and celebrate June Dairy Month. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm being told by the great Matt Dixon, okay? Now, I'm not going to put words in his mouth. But if you hear that walk-up music tonight... You will know that the Tennessee Volunteers have emerged victorious. And if you hear that tonight on Garza Law Extra Innings, you will know that the Vols have emerged victorious. Because, Matt, if the mid-stater gets in the game tonight, what's that mean to you? Uh, that, that means that LSU is very desperate. I think the, the only game he pitched in in the postseason was that when they beat Kentucky by two touchdowns, he threw an inning late in that game. So he's, he's I think he's, his career ERA is like over six. Um, he's just, I, you know, he's, he's a great he, he's a great teammate, a great teammate. He can he can protect a fourteen run lead. He records. Can do that. We he know. records really good videos. Let's go back to the phones. By the way, yeah, yeah, against Kentucky slap hitters. By the way, um, Gamble and Huff are insane. Those of you who like R and B, and the deep cuts are incredible. I, I would encourage you to look up Gamble and Huff's um, full catalog, the stuff they've produced down through the years, and just marvel at it. And get a great hi-fi system. Listen to it on. And uh, as a kid, man. Growing up with that in the in the background, God, whew, what a great musical education that was. Hello and welcome into our next call. You're live on your Basilio show. It's hour two. You're on the air. Hi. Let's try this one more time. Hello, welcome in. You're on the air. Hi. Hello, welcome in. You're live on the air. Hello. Hey, welcome in. Tony, is this me? Yeah, go right ahead, please. Hey, this is Vest in St. Louis. How are you doing? Hey, good to talk to you, my man. So, uh, I I picked Wyndham Clark at 90 to 1 to win the U.S. Open and put $100 on it. I'd say it's a pretty good tournament for you, brother. Yeah, and so I took that. And we're just rolling that over on the balls. Hit some MLB games. I'm having the run of my life right now. Nice. That 12 grand. Uh, this is a once in a lifetime thing. I know how this goes. I know pain's coming. But and I'm ready to cash out. But we're not. We're not cashing out until that bus is headed back to Knoxville. We're riding we're that bus. Ready. How far? Are we going to ride it all the way to Wake Forest? Is that what you're thinking? They keep. They keep winning. Stay with me. We're going to hit him again and again and again and again. Yeah, you all mean the to way. Tell me, I don't know. Are we getting through Wake Forest? Well, what I'm asking you is, now you're smoking hot right now, right? And when you're playing for money, 
Unbelievable. you got to be honest with yourself here when you're playing for money. They're, I think, ironically enough, speaking of Blake money, I think, ironically enough, that the Vols, by the time, even with LSU's huge fan base, LSU's fans know they're knowledgeable. They know they're in trouble here. Tennessee might go off as yeah. a slight favorite before this thing's over, Vess. They just might go off as a slight favorite, which just goes to show you how, because LSU's got a great lineup. It just goes to show you, though, how important pitching is and what an edge the Vols have right now. They just have a real edge coming into tonight. Yeah, and well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. You asked me, wait for it. I don't know. I don't really follow uh, Tennessee or college baseball, so I'm just here for, along for the ride. Yep. Yep. I do know, and I, I know, I, I know all the books are different. But when I opened it up this morning, and I'm using this Warmy Bavada site, yeah, it's awful. But they they were minus one twenty. Tennessee was. It's down to one hundred five now. So that's the flip. I mean, they opened right. this morning as a favorite. So the here's but, my here's uh, my thing for you, right? Because the Phillies did this yeah. to me last month. The Phillies were unwatchable last month, so I just started watching. Oh, shut down the Phillies today? No, 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 no. Play along here. The Cards are having a horrendous year, so I'll bet this Tennessee thing has given you kind of a little refuge, uh, a little break from that, which is kind of fun, right? Yeah. This is, this is, I mean, the Cards are un, uncardinal oriented, but this is so fun. That's... That's the way this college baseball thing just I, I laugh. It's so joyful. It's so fun to watch, man. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. I, I mean, honestly, like, I've kind of fallen off sports wagon, period. I don't really watch the Cardinals anymore. I take my kid down to a game a year. Um, I mean, the last, ever since the virus hit, I just went to the woods, and I just stayed in the woods and tried to figure out who was going to win the 2023 U.S. Open. And I've emerged from the woods, and I'm as stronger. I'm as strong as ever. I love that, man. And you, you, you got some kind of like divine guidance. Now, now, what were the odds on our U.S. Open champion? When it was play? ninety to one. I bet a hundred to win nine thousand. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> That's a crazy so bet, man. That's crazy. It's so silly, and it was just on a whim. I. I Pulled into work on Thursday morning. I haven't gambled in like six months, probably. And when I do, funny. it's so small time. I'll put twenty bucks on something. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, man, it just came to me. It's like you know what? I need to fire on some of these outrights for U.S. Open. I had no intention of doing that. And I, I, I had every. I was just going to bet Max Homa and Shane Lowry. And I saw Wyndham Clark. I'm like, you know what? I like that young man. That young man's got some promise. And uh, I remember his name from when I was in the woods. But, uh, yeah, dude, this is, like, super house money. We're going to have two grand on the Tennessee Volunteers Oof. today. And we're just going to get him again and again and Matt, again. Matt, are you going to advise this over. young man to put two grand on the Tennessee Vols today? Matt Dixon, be this man's financial advisor right now, Matt. It's a lot of money. Uh, I, uh, I think Tennessee wins tonight, so. Uh, Take it to you, Matt. Love it. Uh, Love it. And, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, you know what? It's, it's, this is a once in a lifetime. I had 
a thousand dollars on a freak on the freaking Giants last night, and never in my wildest dreams would I ever think I'd have a thousand dollars on College World Series games and baseball games. How the Giants? You know, though? if I lose that two grand and it, I cash out at ten instead of fourteen or whatever, I'm good with that. Did the Giants lose That's last fine. night? Giants no, won. Came back and won um, on two runs in the night. <laughs> Vess was up at 1 o'clock in the morning his time, pumping his fist in the air. You know, uh, I fell the asleep. Are in no, I fell you asleep. fell asleep? You're on such a roll, you yeah. just fell asleep? You really I were in the woods. Hey, you really yeah. were in the woods, man. What are you going to bet on Tennessee's win total of uh, nine, nine and a half? Where are you going on that, Vess? Oh, we're going to do I'll, I'll hit a future. I'll put, like, two or 300 on them. I think it's, like, 2,200. Uh, for the national title, talking on football, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll do a futures bet on them to win the Natty. I'll do like two or three hundred dollars before I get well, out. I'm getting out of your way, and next time you go into the woods, man, let me know. Let me know if you hear my name yeah. when you go into the woods for anything. Definitely, just, we'll just go back back out in those woods and just watch the channel. Woo, hunt, woo, hunt. Until Pre- answers come to us. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you, Vesser. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two again. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. Let's go back to our phones. In case you're joining, Ron Higgins joined us earlier, and Matt he said the two potential starting pitchers for LSU tonight are whom? Uh, Riley Cooper or Vaughn Coleman? I think he. I think he said Coleman uh, first. So we'll we'll see. I've. I think either way, uh, that'll be, you know, the first two arms that LSU throws at Tennessee. Yeah, the belief. And Ron Ron tells me that they they may not announce until about 40 minutes before game. Oh, yeah, why would they announce it? The the belief from Tennessee internally is they're preparing for both guys. The belief is they're going to see both guys. So let's go back to the phones. Because really, at this point, they're – there are no secrets. And Tennessee knows that they approach tonight's game from a position of strength. How much? Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. If LSU gets to their third arm, they're in big trouble. Oh, Tony, you're being uh, you're being presumptuous. You're talking trap. No, I'm, I'm stating a fact. I'm not doing the thing that, you know, drives Matt nuts on game day. Matt, if they get to their third arm tonight, they're in trouble. Yes or no? Well, I mean, they'll get to the third arm at some point, but I'd, if it's, hopefully if it's, it, if it's, uh, if it's by, earlier yeah. the better. Yeah, if it's by the middle innings, they're in big trouble is the point, right? Yeah. 865 See, the Vols, in that sport or any sport, when you can hand a ball to a guy – in the third, who's who in the top of the fourth inning, and say, oh, by the way, would you just go out there and we're just going to take the rest of the day off. You just go out there and you shove. Gives up two hits the rest of the way. And as Matt adroitly pointed out last night on, on Garza extra innings, one of them's a bunt. Could he have been more in control? Is Burns any good? I mean, could he have been any, any more in control? That's why all you the hit. 
Yeah, all year, Brian. The, the other hit really didn't look like a, a, he got a great swing on it or got really well, great contact on it. All year, while, I was cut, while we were cutting promos on Tennessee and ripping them, and I was ripping them first six weeks of the season, we all the, we would always end the rip job with the caveat of, if these guys ever get it together, they're going to go to Omaha. And I had some real hate emails from people saying, you need to quit your love affair with Tony because this team has no chance at Omaha. And to those of you that said that, I just want to say this to you. I get it. But here's your lesson you have to learn. Possession is nine-tenths of the law, and so is pitching. Or seven-tenths of the law, whatever that saying is. Pitching is pitching is if pitching is immutable in that sport. It's immutable. The team with the best pitching is more times than not going to win. Look, Tennessee, Florida, or Wake Forest are going to play in a championship round. You know why? Because they all have pitching. Because, Matt, those are the three best pitching staffs left in this deal, yes? Those are the three deep yeah, pitching yeah, staffs. With, yeah, without question. And I guarantee you that one of those three is going to get to that College World Series, and maybe two of the three. Maybe two of the three. And that that right there is the point. All year long, we knew it. We, we, we knew if they ever just started fielding the ball, just little things. And Brian pointed out last night on Garza Law Extra Innings, Burke had a couple really nice stretches yesterday. He was down there looking like an athlete at first base, diving for balls. Uh, in foul territory, trying to make plays, going all out, all in. And on him, I, I didn't think there was a position he could really play defensively. Because he looked like, to me, he would be a, just a DH kind kind of guy in the, in the big leagues because he just didn't look like he'd be athletic enough. But he's turned himself into a, quite a quite the first baseman right now. Another saying that we've adopted recently and I believe this because we've seen this, is that guys are allowed to get better. You see somebody at this level, you want to judge them, your first snapshot look at them, but guys are, athletes are allowed to get better. Back to the phones we go. Let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome. Hi, Tony, Ronnie Boy, Matt Dixon. What's going on, fellas? Do you or do you not have your game face on right now, brother? I'm ready to roll, Tony. I, uh, this, this LSU bunch, uh, kind of the echo Taylor, the older guys, my age, are some of the most fun, uh, people in our country. We used to tailgate with them, party with them, but this Twitter, Twitter generation LSU fans are, are slowly turning that fan base into the most obnoxious fan base in the league. Right alongside the Georgia Bulldogs. You know what, Josh? Josh if you judged our fan base by the Twittiots. I'm not just talking about Twittiots, Tony. I'm talking about people like uh, Mr. T-Bob Bear and uh, this Cooper character and uh, Tommy White. I mean, you could uh, wring their hair out and fry damn beignets on Bourbon Street. They never shut up. I mean, uh, it, it never ends. Uh just foul mouth, just obnoxious. So, uh, I mean, and also the school townies, it's, it's uh, kind of uh, well-known. They tampered with Blake Burke. They tampered with Chase Burns. Uh, 
I mean, they embezzled money from a children's hospital to buy players. I mean, uh, and they seem to get a free pass in the media just because they're a bunch of Cajuns who like to drink a lot of Jello shots. I do. I want to beat this bunch. I, I do think they. I do think they've sniffed around on Tennessee's baseball team this year. I think that's an accurate statement. I'm going to say Josh. You know is, what that uh, says, though? That Josh says they don't speaking, have much confidence in what they've got. Josh is speaking accurately. Well, what it says is we did it last. They think off, they can just take anybody they want. We did it last off season, and we're going to do it again. Because if you think I know, that, I'm a, I know what happens. Well, Tony, if but you what think I'm that Tommy we don't Tanks, get a free pass, well, Tony. here you go. They do. I love that you're calling him out because if you think that Tommy White didn't know where he was going last year when he went into that transfer portal out of NC State, I got some Arizona oceanfront property for you, George Strait. Well, uh, I will say uh, Chase Burns was a, was a, definitely the star of that Stanford game, Tony, but there was a lot of stories that really didn't get talked about uh, that were inside that game uh, that, you know, we didn't spend a lot of time speaking to, and that was uh, the approach we had at the plate. I know uh, Eckler had some mistakes sending runners, but I was impressed. We had some major league at-bats. When we we started shortening up, uh, especially with two strikes, putting the ball in play, uh, I think if we continue that approach today, keep pressure on those pitchers, uh, we're going to roll. We're going to roll. So I feel good about today, Tony. What do you say, Matt Dixon? How good are these guys, Josh? You being a baseball guy, how good are my, my, my this team around me here, brother? Oh, I love it, Tony. I feel like I'm part of it, even though I've met you one time in my life. Oh, I feel like, uh, you know, you are such I'm a part, part of, the of it. You are, so, you are absolutely. You know what you are? You're like a crazy cousin that we like to keep at arm's length. No, I'm just kidding you. You, you damn straight. You're part of this family, brother. You better believe you're part of this family. But Josh, answer your question. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack. Uh, Josh, what do you? I mean, uh, Matt, what do you think of his um, uh, his question to you? No, no, he, I, I like Tennessee's chances tonight. You you know brought up a good point about the the two strike approach. That's been one of my bigger criticisms of of this kind of the coaching staff's so their kind of philosophy because it doesn't seem like our guys do that very often. But mm-hmm. I know Grisham Merritt really this entire postseason has has started doing that more. Uh, and, you know, Christian Moore hits that bat. You know, we had a lot of really good at bats. Uh, Ahuna in the I the first LSU game say that. Uh, did that. So no, it's it's a really really good point, and I think it it's paid off big time. And we've had some some really big clutch hits um, in, in those key spots with two strikes. Uh, so it's a really good thought by Josh. But our our by Big Josh and. Is there any way you can have a delivery out here in Omaha in like the next week or so? Get Big out job? there, man! Get That'd out there! If Take... you could work, find a way to no, work well, that well, out. Uh, if we can somehow beat uh, Wake Forest, LSU, and get in the finals, me and old lady are coming to Omaha. We've done made up our minds. So, uh, but you know, one at, one game at a time, one game at a time. But hey, hey, Tony. Go back to the Vanderbilt series. Uh, all the Vanderbilt fans were putting a nail in the coffin. Vandy Joe was, uh, ready to, uh, say sign on. 
to the Tennessee Vols baseball program. And, uh, man, what a turnaround. Look where we are right now, and look where Tom or, uh, Corbin's at. You know, I mean, if you would have told me going into that weekend, coming off that Tennessee Tech debacle, we would be right here uh, fighting our way, trying to get in a national championship series. Uh, I'd have told you it's crazy as hell. But uh, my hat's off to them kids and uh, and uh, coaches, staff, and uh, man, it's been fun. So let's just keep it rolling and beat LSU's ass today. Y'all hang in there. Take care. See you guys. Great, Josh. One more time. And he's one of our great truckers on the highways and byways. And I want to remind you, TLD Logistics presents a great Evan Russell, uh, who will be with us tonight following Tennessee's matchup with LSU, which, man, uh, it's all you can all you can ask for in this deal is a chance. All you can ask for. And LSU is borderline out of pitching. They are, they're, listen, they're borderline out of pitching. I mean, they're, see, here's the thing. If LSU gets by today, then they can kind of start their cycle again, but they would have to bring Tommy Tanks in on short rest, right, Matt? Isn't that what they would have to do? Tennessee. Tennessee, on the other hand, has all kinds of options for tomorrow if it comes to that. Let's unpack that real quick, Matt. You get past today. Who are potential starters for tomorrow with Wake Forest? Sewell. Uh, so I'd say Sewell or Halverson, depending on, on how you pitch it out, or throw it out today. One, one of those two. Um. I guess, uh, you know, Seacrest has started some midweek games. He could be an option maybe on Thursday. or, or But, yeah, I, I would say a Halverson or Sewell, depending on on how it goes. Although, you could, I, I guess even Andrew Lindsay could be an option because he didn't throw a ton of pitches on Saturday. Yes. Um, he's a guy who could come back in. And, of course, he was kind of supposed to be this team's closer. So you might even be able to use him out of the bullpen in a game or two because that was was his role the first half of the season anyway. You so that's, that could be another option in, in a Wednesday or Thursday game. Would you throw Lindsey today to close the door if it came to that and hold Sewell for tomorrow? Because that's the way I would play it if it was me. I'd let Sewell start tomorrow. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that would def- I think that's definitely an option. Uh, that that would yeah e- e- either one of those guys you could close today with and and start the other, you know that's the one of the luxuries this team has. You know, Ken Sewell's been on the mound for some of the biggest wins of of the Vitello era going back to to twenty nineteen even. So I, I I feel great with him on the mound in in any spot, in a high leverage spot. But and, and Lindsey's been really good. You I think you kind of have and and Halverson can do either as well. You just have kind of a luxury there with those three guys who have been been Friday night starters and are are just starters in big games, and they also have experience coming out of the pen. So it's it's a huge luxury. You've got AJ Russell still, who's barely pitched the last few weeks. What about Seacrest? You know, Kirk, you know yeah. Kirby can always you know if if they will allow him to face more than one batter, he could go two or three innings yeah. if needed. What about Seacrest? Could he potentially start a game for you since he's done that at the midweek for the last couple of years? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely can. Now he, he's only pitched maybe two or three innings most midweek games this year because they just wanted to get other guys work with their depth. But he's gone four or five innings before. Granted, they were midweek games, but he's uh, he's the guy you can use. And, and if you use Kirby in, in a game, you know, maybe for a few innings, one game, Seacrest could be that lefty option out of the pen in the next one as well. So, the, I mean, those are, I guess, your only two real lefty guys that, that are on the rosters. But, no, Seacrest could be an option to start a game maybe Thursday as well, too. We'll talk about this later. Predict, predict for me. Matt's pretty good at this. He called yesterday on the money. Predict for me who we see today from Tennessee's staff. Give them to me. Uh, well, you ho- hope to get five, maybe six out of beam, hopefully in the cream. We'll see. Or, or the orange, maybe. Uh, then I think Sewell is, is one you'll, you could see today. Ha- Halverson, uh, Russell. And I guess Kirk Kirby for for a lefty matchup in, in, a, in a high leverage spot, but that that would probably be my my three the three bullpen arms that you use, Halvey Sewell and and uh, Russell in some some capacity. I'm going to change out Halvey, and I'm going to say they throw comes some. See, that's what they have. This is what we're LSU is literally down to two pitchers, and Tennessee has like nine guys they could throw out there, and B. Pretty confident that they could get people out. That's a huge look. It's great to have a guy that's hitting 500, the kid that's going to be drafted at the top of the draft. But he only bats once every, you know, he only gets four bats in a game. It's great. Dylan Cruz is an incredible player. I wouldn't trade him for two pitchers on our staff, would you, Matt? I mean, it's a huge edge the Vols have today. Huge. Huge edge. Yeah, you have a, a huge matchup on the mound. Uh, Bean's thrown really well these last two postseason games. Yep. I think he's gone six in both. Yeah. Uh, you know, you you just hope you get a you just hope you get a quality start out of him. And I think you're in a great great spot if if you get that if you get a quality start from Beam. I think you're you're in a great spot if if, if your bats you know kind of show up. You should you should be able to. To, to outscore LSU. Back to our phones we go. The learned Mr. C asked me why Tennessee this year with Dolander hasn't used an opener. And I, it's very much, it should be very much worth discussion discussing Matt Dixon and Brian. Because they should throw a starter out there and let him start the game and then hand him the ball in the second inning. Because that's ridiculous how that kid pitches in the first inning. For his ability, I wonder if they've considered that internally, Matt. And I'm not joking. He right was now. one strike away, one strike away from getting out of the Brian, first inning with no damage. He one, is two, an three. accident waiting to happen starting games. It's absurd for somebody of his ability. It's it's mental. It's got to be mental. Let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome. You're on the air. Hi. What is up, Alex Lee, man? What's up, brother? And I, I tell you, I'd, I'd really like to see Combs go more than just like one out. Dude, he's, he's filthy, dude. He's dude, nasty. Kid. That guy's a nasty <laughs> strikeout pitcher. Nasty. I mean, I, I'd like to see him get a full inning, and I'd like to see AK Russell get some extended work too. So, 
He's, he's rarely pitched. I mean, I love that kid. I love the way he pitches. Um, those would kind of be the two I would be looking at. Because that Combs kid, I'm telling you, I don't, I don't think biters want to see that. Uh, it's, it's disgusting stuff the kid's throwing up there right now. I mean, whoever taught him his curveball, whoever's been working with Beam on his curveball, I'm a major league team. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to get some of that on <laughs> on my payroll. Well, I mean, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but how many guys does Tennessee have uh, on their pitching staff right now that are going to draw a paycheck in professional baseball? I would say a bunch. I don't That's know about Major League Ball. Major League Ball, it's luck to get there. You have to stay healthy. I'm talking professional baseball. A bunch of those guys are going to get paid to play baseball. A bunch of them. So that's a good thing moving forward for recruiting. No doubt. I saw, I saw Corbin's making a living, man, was putting these guys in the pros. Yeah. So start doing that. So, but I don't know. Yesterday, man, I was Burns is freaking ridiculous, dude. I mean, to come in and shove for six in relief like that, just crazy, man. I mean, I, and you could tell Stanford in the, in the fifth inning was just—they were deflated. I mean, and it was still a tie game up until the seventh inning. But I mean, they just—you just had this feeling like that. They knew they weren't going to win that game. Um, I, I can't for the life of me understand when we had runners on second and third with one out in a tie game, why they didn't walk Denton and why they kept their middle. You in are back. you are so a buddy of mine who's a lifer in baseball texted me and he said that right there is how you get beat in championship games. He said, that's absurd managing. He said, playing with him right now, he said it in real time. He said, that's how you lose games right there. you got to walk him there. cannot play with him with a base open. I I mean, especially with the way Burns was thrown. You know, one run and and that's the game. Like, we get the lead, that's the game. I mean, that was... (laughs) And for for them to act like they were just going to give up a run for an out, it's just... some of the managing decisions, as good as these games have been, these managers drop me crazy with some of the stuff that they do. But I was—I I thought Burke yesterday was Mel's too, man. That was a huge hit. Oh. Um, lead, leading up to that. Oh. Leading up before Denton's, Denton's RBI. Yeah, that was a massive hit for Burke, man. And like. And for I, Denton, I hey, credit, and, and for Denton, and for Denton, listen. When they decide to pitch to you. And there's a base open over there, and they're playing back. Hit the ball to the shortstop. It was a great piece of hitting. It was a great piece. Take what they're giving you. That's how you win. You know, it's a great piece of hitting on his part. I mean, especially yesterday with the wind blowing in, and there wasn't going to be any balls knocked out of that park yesterday. I mean, we were playing, I guess, as much small ball as Tennessee could possibly play. Um, with the way we've started to approach all of the at-bats. So um, uh, whatever they've done, man, to get it through to them, to start, you know, to start working counts um, and, and just putting balls in play with two strikes. Like, I mean, you've seen the adjustments. That, but y'all were just talking about it, like, in the box. Like, they're, they're not really loading up. Um, they're just trying to get the ball in play. So pretty, pretty freaking amazing coaching job, man. And 
Like, I, I have a good feeling about today. I mean, everything on paper looks like it's the Tennessee's advantage. I mean, it's still a really good lineup LSU's throwing out there. I mean, as much pitching as we have, I mean, they got dudes that can still hit. So, um, Oh, I respect I got, them like there's no tomorrow, but it's just the edge of that pitching, man. For those of us the, that the good pitching, the sport, good pitching gets them out. Go Get out good hitting. Yes, sir. Most of the time. I've got, I've got faith in Beam, man. Beam has is, is, looked so good his last couple of times out. So I, I would be shocked if Beam is not on this game today. Oh, I would bet on him. If you gave me a prop for him, he's going to throw at least five. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ride him. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be on I'm excited, man. If you would have told me, you know, I'd be this excited in you know, June afternoon about Oral Roberts fixing to play baseball at, in an hour and a half, I would have told you you're crazy, but I'm excited for today, man. I'm, I'm hoping Oral Roberts can get this done, and I feel pretty good about Tennessee. So, well, I'll tell you this: it is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be interesting tonight. This is a great sporting event, Lee. And you, like me, are wondering where has this been all my life? Because this is a really fun sport, man. Yeah, it's. I mean. I've always liked it. I've just never gotten into like comparing college to, to major league baseball. Like that, they're all fun. No, they're, they're all different in their own ways. And so, Here, here's it, the thing about baseball: I've never had a bad time at a game. If I go watch little league kids play, there's joy in it. If I go watch a high school game, it's interesting. When I watch major college baseball, my, my brother called me the other day. He's watching Tennessee on, on television. He said, Tony, that I haven't seen the college game in forever. He said, that's a very good brand of baseball. I said, exactly. I've never had a bad time in a game, but, Lee, thank you. And we'll be on with Garza Law Extra Innings tonight. I'll tell you this. You go to any game. I've never had a bad time at a baseball game. And Eris from the Tennessee Smokies now joins us. Eris, we call that in the business a segue that's called hall of fame level segue right there from tony b if i can say so myself if only the sixers organization you and i happen to be fans of that could say the same if only they could execute they don't even have a draft pick eris but we're not going to get off on that right now because that sickens you and me both but the smokies are back in town the boys are back in town the boys are back in town the boys are back in town Tell me about it, brother. Yeah, congratulations on the excellent segue. So um, that was fantastic. And, uh, yes, we are indeed back in town starting a six-game homestand today. So today through Sunday. And this is actually the end of the first half of the season. Wow, that's fast. Yeah, really fast. And we've had a lot of fun, but we're going to have even more fun uh, this week and in the remainder of the year. And just to start off on this, so uh, for those that don't know in minor league baseball, the season is broken down into two halves, and each half has a winner. So if you have the best record through the first half of the season, uh, you're automatically into the playoffs. And then things kind of just refresh at the halfway point, and the team that has the best record in the second half of the season uh, makes the playoffs as well. So uh, I will say this. We are just a half game back of first place. So there's a great possibility that during this homestand, we can be clinched into a playoff spot for the Southern League playoffs. 
So really exciting times Boom. on tap. And you know, we still have a lot of the top prospects in the Cubs organization here. P. Crow Armstrong, Owen Casey. Uh, these are guys that are definitely top-tier players in the Cubs organization. P. Crow Armstrong is a top-10 minor league baseball prospect in all of the minors. So um, he is an absolute joy to watch, and we have had the opportunity to have him the entire season. And, you know, come while the iron is hot and see these Smokies uh, battle the Pensacola Blue Wahoos. We're starting a six-game series uh, today, and tonight is Dollar Dog Night. Boom! That is a fan favorite, and, you know... Are you familiar with the nine-inning challenge? Tell me about the nine-inning challenge. The nine-inning challenge is when you attempt to eat a hot dog for every inning of baseball that is played. So, uh, nine hot dogs, I mean, that seems pretty easy for you, no? Oh, come on. You know me, man. You've seen <laughs> me. Are you taking the – are you betting for me or against me on that? What do you think? Four. I think that's the that's a layup for you. So, no doubt about it, ma'am. Dollar Dog Night tonight, something that we look forward to every single year. Uh, gates open up tonight at 6 o'clock tomorrow. All You Can Eat Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday on yep. Thursday. Yep. And then Friday is Superman Night at the ballpark, let, the let Man back, of Steel. Go back to Dollar Dog Night before we talk about my night, Superman Night, because I love Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. unlike in Philadelphia, your your fan base will not turn them into projectiles. They will not have <laughs> fights with them. Uh, they will they will comport themselves with decorum and couth. Did you have you seen the videos up there in Philly of people just getting in the hot dog wars with Dollar Dog Night to the point where they're thinking about doing away with it? Matt, what would possess a person? to throw a hot dog at somebody else. And there were hundreds of them flying up in Philly. If you watch those videos. They, they probably combined the hot dog challenge with jello shots. <laughs> hey, Eris, what do you think it smelled like to come home from that game, some of those guys that were wearing those hot dogs? What do you think that smelled like? Uh, disaster and success, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> that's that's fine. That's fine as a ball as a as a uh, baseball organization, and this is you know this is you guys behind closed doors. That's when you start reevaluating your promotions. But but go ahead. So Dollar Dog Night is tonight. Continue. I'm sorry. No, I, I'm quite all right. I you know I've seen the videos, but I actually did not come to the reason. Like, what is the crux behind the whole? throwing of the meat around like why is that happening because they're philadelphia fans and they're meathead idiots of which for Fair some enough. reason i identify with those morons <laughs> a bunch of damn meatheads you know that that is the truth i remember one time in 2013 i went to a dollar dog night when papelbon blew the save against yes. the nationals yes and there was a lot of stuff thrown onto the field right after that happened um but yeah i, I don't understand the whole throwing dogs i guess just a, a food fight mentality well it, it's a food it, it's kind of like this there's something about that place <laughs> and and that fan base and you you have to like experience it to see it to believe it to understand 
Like, if you were to ask Eris right now, who kind of grew up where I grew up, a couple couple decades apart, how many of your friends are total idiots? The answer is a lot. The majority. Yeah, Thank you. For sure. Okay, so continue. So so we've got our dollar, dollar dog night tonight. We had dollar our Thursday, Thursday. Now we're going to Superman on uh, Thursday, or Superman Friday. Superman Friday, that is right. The first 1,000 fans through the gates are going to get a Superman bobblehead brought to you by Specialty Stainless. And these bobbleheads are sick. That's so cool. So cool. I'll say one for you, dude. I know, because you're my Superman. No, please don't. I, I've never... Eris will tell you this, unlike a lot of media people. I've never asked him for anything, have I, Eris? I want you to give those to the people, man. The people. I understand. Sure, my you boy. I appreciate the people. thought. I love mm-hmm. Superman, though. Superman's Superman might be my favorite. Uh, my favorite uh, is Su- Superman is a superhero. Yes, absolutely. Yes, uh, Superman is a superhero. Even though uh, our friends at Marvel has trademarked the term superhero, and. Uh, Superman is a DC character. There you go. Okay. See, I didn't know. I knew it it wasn't a Marvel. I knew it wasn't a... Okay, so Saturday, what are we doing, my friend? Saturday's 90s night, brother. Oh! Yes! That's when you were in your prime, wasn't it? Yes! Dude, I'm in my prime right now. Speak for yourself, you goof. (laughs) What's going on on Sunday? Oh, man, Sunday's family fun day at the ballpark, bringing the family out to the game. Saturday, dude, we're going to have the Ninja Turtles as well. We're going to have fireworks. It's going to be a fantastic night. My favorite Ninja Turtle, I think, is like uh, Carlito. Is Carlito a Ninja Turtle? He must be the one that uh, didn't make the cut. (laughs) Uh, uh, Wasn't, uh, uh, um, oh, God, what was the guy uh, named after one of the explorers? Matt, can you name a Ninja Turtle? That was when Matt was a kid. Um, was Donatello one? There you go. Donatello's one of them. How about you, Eris? Uh, you, you'll see his Donatello and raise him with uh... Michelangelo. There you go. Michelangelo, the orange one that loved to eat the pizza. Brian Hartman, so. do you know any of the This ought to be good. Brian, do you know any of the Ninja Turtles? I know some ninjas, but not one that doubles it, turtles. That's interesting. <laughs> hey, uh, Aris, you're my main man on the wheels to steal. For more information, where do folks go? Feel free to visit us 24-7 at SmokiesBaseball.com for all of our tickets and our giveaways and all of the fantastic promotions, the best atmosphere here in East Tennessee. at Smoky Stadium, brother. The wheels to steal. Thank you, brother. Smokiesbaseball.com. Thanks, man. Later, brother. Yeah, you know, I I might have to text him back on one of those uh, Superman bobblehead dolls now I think about because I love me some Superman. Love. Love the old George Reeves uh, show, the black and white show back in the day. Yes. Is Liam Spence starting for the Smokies? Oh, I, I forgot to ask him about. <laughs> This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming, let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. 
This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. T the B back with you. Uh, listen, I, I, I would love to stay here and chat with you all day, and that would be a wonderful thing if there were like four of me. Unfortunately for me, i got to be here tonight and do Garza Law Extra Innings. Evan will be by, presented by our friends at TLD Logistics. Um, Matt, one of the things to watch early on in the game is the fact that this game starts in twilight, but it starts in shadows out there, and that really wreaked havoc for both teams hitting the baseball last night. Elaborate on that since you've seen this up close. Yeah, the, the first few innings of, of the night games, there'll be kind of the, the shade sun deal across um, – in between the pitchers around and home plate, which favors the pitchers. And then the, the biggest one, I think, is, is left field. The the setting sun is, is shining right into left fielders' faces. And that's how LSU scored one of their runs last night, maybe both of them. Had a guy basically lose a, a, a routine fly ball in, in, in the sun and for a triple. So that's something to watch for with, with Dickey in left field. Um, now, Tennessee's played a, a, a one or two night games already, so. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job and fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. 
Quick Bar Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Spring is here and we are ready. We carry a full line of steel, echo, and chandala yard equipment. We also have a great selection of grass seed, fertilizer, and garden supplies. With the most knowledgeable sales staff in southern middle Tennessee, come check us out at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Want to experience Spring Hill in one day under one roof? Now is your chance. Spring Hill's most popular annual community event, Experience Spring Hill The Event, presented by Liberty Federal Credit Union, is back and jam-packed with fun at Summit High School on Saturday, June 24th from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. You can learn more about this exciting event at experiencespringhill.com. We hope to see you there. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us, Front Porch Radio, 
Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. I've got Miles Johnson on the phone from Foodland. He's going to let us know what's happening at Foodland today. Miles, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? Fantastic. It's another week, uh, another round of specials at the store. Uh, so let us know what you got on sale this week. The regular ad that's running all week has assorted pork chops for $1.59 a pound, green cabbage for $0.59 cents a pound, and Deer Park Spring Water 24 packs, two for 10. Again, you're open seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., located right there at the Foodland at the big shopping center in downtown near the post office. Well, Miles, thank you very much. You have a great day, and thank you, great staff, and uh, we'll talk to you in two weeks. All righty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. All right, that was Miles Johnson from Foodland. They are open seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., located right there in Columbia. You can't miss them uh, on West 7th Street, just down from the radio station, as a matter of fact. Great people and uh, great deals, so go check them out. Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.